Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the Wise Way to Yoga podcast. In this episode, Cecil and I discuss how we can strengthen our body without the unnecessary excess tension, tension that can build up when we challenge ourselves on the mat, and how we can still challenge ourselves without overdoing and potentially getting hurt. For those of you who don't know us, Cecile Rayner is an Alexander Technique teacher certified by the American Society of Teachers of the Alexander Technique. Cecile has been practicing in the Boston area for over 20 years. She's also trained as a Thai yoga therapist and is the author of the book, The Wise Way to Yoga, our main inspiration for this podcast. And I, Mona Kelly, I'm a yoga teacher certified in vinyasa, kundalini, and restorative yoga. I'm also a student of Cecile, which means that my yoga classes, taught exclusively online, integrate the Alexander Technique principles for a fun and safe yoga practice. I also practice Vedic astrology, one of the most profound self-knowledge tools, in my humble opinion. Let's get started. Hello, Cecile. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Mona. Great. So today, I would like to bring up an important topic. And this topic is really about challenging yourself. Because the way I see it is there, there are two main reasons people to go, to, um, go to yoga, practice yoga. The first one is they want to challenge themselves. And they also want to get more flexible. They want to stretch themselves. So how can you challenge your stretch edge or your strength edge for some people who are more into getting stronger without overdoing it and potentially injuring yourself? Well, that's a very good question uh, because I think um, we are in a society where people want to challenge themselves and they um, and we tend to think that the more the better. But the truth is, when it comes to yoga and fitness in general, more is not necessarily better. Um, but it doesn't mean we can't challenge ourselves. The only, the only thing is that we have to challenge ourselves once we know how to activate our whole body intelligence. So what it means is that it gives us a barometer, if you could say, of when, where to stop a safe barometer that comes from your whole body intelligence instead of relying just on the sensation of feeling good or not feeling good, feeling pain or not feeling pain. Yeah, and we, we talked about this yeah. in the previous episode. that's my, my, the core of what I teach, which is, I think, what's missing in the um, fitness world, modern fitness and modern yoga, which there's a confusion about... Um, listening to your body sensation and as long as it doesn't hurt uh, thinking you're, you're safe there is a confusion in listening to our sensation that they do come from our body yeah the physical part the of physical our body, body. Mm-hmm. and we think that if it if we're not hurting we're safe Although most of us have experience going to a yoga class and, 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 and listening to that kind of guidance, and the next day we're sore. And of course, um, trainers and teachers will tell us, well, that's normal, that's good, and we assume it's, it is. But the truth is, it's just a sign that you've gone beyond what was acceptable for your whole body intelligence. And people do that because they don't know where to stop. Um, and you know so how can they know <clears throat> yeah so where to stop so when you learn how to activate your whole body intelligence which in fact has to do with always keeping that's a tip i could give uh, the listeners 
if as long as you still have room to release even a little bit through your whole body you're still in the ballpark of working with your whole body intelligence okay. but if you if you if there's no more room to release even as you strengthen or you're stretching to the point that um all, all you're aware of is that stretch. You're not connected to the rest of your body. Um, then you're working against your whole body intelligence. And that's when the next day you're going to feel sore. And sometimes you, you, it builds up and then eventually you, you get injured and you wonder where it came from. Or you think it's the activity you just did when in fact you've been prepping for that. Prepping for that. And that's what I call um, uh, developing a catastrophe ready to happen. Okay. But when you also uh, <clears throat> mention releasing, you're referring to the joints most of the time. Correct. So that's, uh, so when one learns how to release in your joints, which is very different from stretching your joints, mm -hmm. by the way, um, the muscles between the joints automatically will want to soften into length. And Which is what you want. This is what you want. Yeah. So even if you're strengthening, uh, yesterday I was teaching a class, we were doing some stretches, but I call them, you know, I, I, I tell them to release into their stretch and to not let themselves focus on the point of stretch, mm. but rather to let the, the, the softening into the stretch expand to both ends of their body. So this way, they're less likely to get more stretching in one part, but creating compressing in another, or getting so much stretch on one side that they're going beyond what's good for their whole body. Uh, that's another way to say it. So, so whether you're trying to strengthen or to stretch, when you can, uh, when you step out of your own way, when you don't think that you, you, your mind is the only one in control here, <laughs> because your mind doesn't know as much as your whole body intelligence. So you need to surrender to your whole body intelligence on some level. Otherwise, uh, yeah, that's how we get in trouble. So you, you mentioned something really interesting to me recently. Uh, you mentioned that the guidance of your physical body is different than the intelligence of it. Yes. So what's confusing is that e even the intelligence of your whole body is going to talk to you through physical sensation. Okay. So that's why, you know, it could be confusing. But the difference is that when you only listen to the feel good or not, or feel pain or not, uh, sensations, um, usually they are focused on a, a body part. Correct. But yeah. when you actually, to activate your whole body intelligence and its guidance, you need to have an awareness of the whole and you have to be able to release into your support, whether you're strengthening or stretching. So when you do that, suddenly you get a different kind of response from your body. You might get a response that um, there's a part of your body you're not paying attention to that needs to release. <laughs> but you didn't know that because you're focused on this one part, you're stretching or strengthening. So, so to access your whole body intelligence, you have to be able to step out of your own way. Yes. And, and, and actually there's, maybe we could talk about the concept of inhibition that uh, the Alexander technique 
um, has developed in, in my, in my personal experience, when I, um, even when I sit on a regular day, like now, or on the yoga mat, when I practice that inhibition, I will notice some tension that I had not noticed before. And, and so I'm bringing that up because you mentioned something about, uh, of that effect. So could you, could you say a yeah, few words yeah, on the concept of that. inhibition? Because I think that will help people understand how to release into, into mm -hmm. their support. So inhibition um, is more, it, it, it goes beyond releasing in the sense that, even though I talk a lot about that because I'm trying to use a vocabulary that people may understand, but the inhibition is more about making a, um, a mind decision that, let's say, you're not going to, tense anywhere so uh, when you make that conscious decision your whole body intelligence is going to release any place where you're already tensing too much and that's when sometimes you have no clue that you're tensing someplace and it reveals that to you so i had an experience a long time ago where i was running on the beach and not that i was in the habit of doing that but i just felt like doing that and at some point i have that thought I choose not to tense anywhere and suddenly I felt my shoulder blade release big time yeah. I had never had any problem with my shoulder blade and I certainly didn't feel like there was existential there but obviously maybe I was leaning too much in my running or whatever um, and when my shoulder blade released my whole body realigned itself and mm. was more upright so that was the doing of my whole body intelligence. So yes, there's releasing involved, but it's done by your whole body intelligence, not by you trying to soften your muscle. So that's, um, does that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. I, I use that, like I, I, I like to call it my little magic sentence, <clears throat> yeah. where I say mm -hmm. I choose not to tighten anywhere. Whether, like I said, whether I'm doing any daily activities or, 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 or if I'm doing yeah. exactly chair pose <clears throat> or plank in, in, a, in a regular, I mean, in, yeah, in a yoga, in a yoga practice. Um, and, and I have to say, when I go to yoga classes, I, I do hear a lot of things like don't listen to your mind telling you you can do it and be comfortable with the uncomfortable or find your edge and sometimes it's actually quite challenging to not listen to those instructions and just go back to this I choose not to hold anywhere or I choose not to tense anywhere so yeah. I don't know if you have any yes. anything to say about and I about actually this. I want before I answer the question about the be comfortable the uncomfortable I want to address the, the what we talked about the tensing because for some people they, for the listeners, they may be confused. They may be like, how can you not tense when you're doing a plank? Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's because there has been that misconception that to strengthen, you need to tense, which is not, that is the mind telling the body, okay, let's, <laughs> but the truth is, if you're in a plank or in a chair pose or whatever, even when you do it appropriately and in line with your whole body intelligence, Believe me, you're going to feel that your body is working, even if you choose not to tense, yeah. because the choosing not to tense only addresses the excess tension, which is not necessary to, for your whole body to strengthen as a whole. So, so that I wanted to, to yeah, no, that's good. That. So tension, 
is not tensing doesn't mean strengthening. Strengthening, yeah. Yeah, strengthening and strengthening is not a, a, a willpower thing. It's uh, working with your whole body intelligence and putting your body in a situation that it will have to step up to the plate. So, yeah. as far as the uh, being comfortable with the uncomfortable, that is also something that's very. Um, annoying <laughs> to me because it's so misunderstood. So I think that in meditation and, you know, in, in the meditative part of yoga, sometimes we hear that, but it's, it doesn't refer to uh, creating trouble for your body and then be comfortable with it. It has to do with life situation. You know, there's a death in your family or somebody dear, that's not very comfortable. Or you break up with a boyfriend or a husband or whatever those are not comfortable situation but being comfortable with what is is the wise way to go mm. so that yes allow yourself to be to be comfortable with the uncomfortable in situation you cannot change that is wisdom but on the yoga mat half the time people have aches and pains because they're misusing their body because if they challenge their body as a whole, they wouldn't feel pain. They would sweat or they would feel that they're really working out, but they wouldn't be feeling pain in, of any kind, not even strain. So, and, and, um, and on that, to me, strain is a precursor to pain. Mm -hmm. So I think I said that in another uh, uh, podcast, but it's worth repeating that, um, yes, People already know that pain, no, no pain, no gain is maybe not as valid as people used to think, that it came from a patriarchal society in India. But now people still think that no strain, no gain. If they don't strain, they feel like they're not do, working enough. And unfortunately, that's just a watered-down version of no pain, no gain. If you strain, um, you will find out that you're hurting yourself in the moment or later on. So I wanted to... Yeah, no, that's a good, that, good point. Too. I think also is what you're also referring to is the concept of, so being comfortable <clears throat> with the uncomfortable, why provoke the uncomfortable when you don't necessarily have to? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, it, it's hard enough to, <laughs> to choose to challenge yourself as a whole and you know, if you're in a in a position that's challenging for everybody part together, that's challenging enough. And you you do have to use your your you know your your you're challenging yourself and you feel it. But doing it in a way that makes one body part scream, that is when you get in trouble. Yeah. You know, uh, whether it's your shoulders, your wrists, your knees, your anything. If one body part is is yelling out loud, you are doing something that's hurting the whole. Yeah, so actually that's another good tip. I know we mentioned that <coughs> in the previous podcast, but indeed if there's one part of your body that is screaming, that's an indication you're not using your whole body intelligence. And the other indication that you mentioned earlier is that if there's no room for more releasing, you're probably overdoing it. I think those are mm -hmm. the two good points that we can recap on and then um, we also talked about the concept of inhibition, making a conscious choice of not tensing any, anywhere. And we also brought up the idea of tensing 
doesn't necessarily mean strengthening. So I think those, those are really, you know, three to four cool things that we're living our listeners with today. Yeah. And, and, and I want also um, to add that when we choose not to tense, the body knows we, the body knows that tensing and strengthening are different. The, so the body is not going to turn to mush when you say I choose not to tense. It will still use necessary muscle tension. Yeah. It knows how to let go of unnecessary muscle tension. That's another distinction I That's make. That's a very important that people one. People do yeah. not really make that distinction yet. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. So, well, wonderful, Cecile. I think this is it for today. So, okay. your website is cecilerainer.com. Yes. My website is monakelly.net, and I'll put all the information in the podcast description as well. So, awesome. you guys can, can check it out. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's been fun. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.